0: This episode is sponsored by Santa Cruz Works. Santa Cruz Works is a local nonprofit building a healthy tech ecosystem. Grow your business, find funding, and learn about jobs, news, technologies, and events at santacruzworks.org. Santa Cruz Local listeners get a 10% discount on Santa Cruz Works memberships. Just use the discount code Santa Cruz Local. That's all one word, all caps.
1: If you live in Santa Cruz County, you're probably aware of the threat of wildfire. But for some people, the wildfire that swept through Paradise, California last November was a wake-up call. It was called the campfire, and it was the deadliest wildfire in California's history. It killed 85 people and burned more than 18,000 buildings. Part of the problem in Paradise was that so many of its 27,000 residents were trying to drive out on one main road at once. There were only five evacuation routes, one main highway and four smaller roads. Authorities made automated calls to residents to evacuate, but the calls didn't reach everyone. Some people burned to death as they tried to flee in cars or on foot. Thousands of people were left homeless. We couldn't help but think of the similarities in the San Lorenzo Valley and Santa Cruz Mountains. Residents here live with the threat of wildfire every year, but it's a little different.
2: I've been profoundly disturbed about the uh, danger in the San Lorenzo Valley.
1: That's Joe Christie, He's a Bonny Doon resident and vice president of FireSafe Santa Cruz County. There
2: are schools along Highway 9, the main corridor, and when those schools let out, there's gridlock. So you can imagine what it would be like if there were a wildfire and people are fleeing for their lives.
1: I'm Stephen Baxter, and this is Santa Cruz Local. In today's episode, we talk to several people who live in Bonny Doon in San Lorenzo Valley we hear what they've been doing to prepare for a potential catastrophic wildfire. We're getting into the heart of wildfire season, and we want to draw on some lessons from the campfire. But before we do that, let's talk about some data. In the wake of the campfire, USA Today and the Arizona Republic newspaper produced a story about wildfire risk. It came out a few weeks ago. The story looked at Western states, including California, and it analyzed small communities' vulnerability to wildfire. The report included the U.S. Forest Service's scale of each area's wildfire hazard potential. The score was based on things like slope, vegetation, and weather patterns. What did they find for Santa Cruz County? Well, there were six communities with a higher wildfire hazard potential than Paradise. Those areas are Boulder Creek, Lompico, Zayani, Scotts Valley, Brookdale, and the Santa Cruz Mountains east of Nicene Marks. So what about the Santa Cruz Mountains' topography makes it susceptible to wildfires? Well, first, there's steep slopes and canyons, and generally, the steeper the slope, the faster it burns uphill. Second, there's the fuel. Because the Santa Cruz Mountains have relatively few wildfires, the grass and brush build up, so the wildfires are larger than they used to be. That's according to Ed Orey, Cal Fire Unit Forester and Division Chief in Santa Clara County. One thing the Santa Cruz Mountains has going for it, however, is the weather. Ore says that compared with the rest of the state, the Santa Cruz mountains have relatively few days with potential for large fires. Those are the hot, dry, windy days.
2: You know, even if it's a few days every 10 years, that's enough to lose an entire community under the the right circumstances.
1: California's fire season is now year-round due to climate change. In Santa Cruz County, the highest risk for wildfire is in the fall and early winter, that's when the grass and brush have dried out after months of no rain.
2: The natural return interval for fire along the coast and in the redwood region is is relatively long compared to other parts of the state. And so it 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 naturally develops uh, complacency in the residents because they're they're not as accustomed to fire as as people in more fire prone areas. People move in, they move out. People have a relatively short memory and Nobody thinks it will happen to them.
1: There's one more thing that stood out to us from the USA Today analysis. The reporters looked at the relationship between population size to evacuation routes. Boulder Creek's score for evacuation routes was three times higher than the median. That means that for the number of households there, there aren't that many escape routes. Boulder Creek Fire Department has put out maps of evacuation routes. There's Highway 9, Highway 236. Jamison Creek Road and Bear Creek Road.
2: So a lot of places in the valley, you have one way in and you have one way out with little side spur roads that go in and off all the logging roads.
1: That's Rob Sherman. He's the deputy chief of operations for the San Mateo Santa Cruz unit of CAL FIRE.
2: You know, this used to be a community for like a lot of people from San Francisco would come down here and, and be here for the summertime. So the cabins that were once summer cabins are now filled year round and the roads and distribution systems weren't set up for
1: that. Also, one thing to keep in mind in the campfire was that most of the people who died there were age 65 and older. Paradise has a large population of older people. San Lorenzo Valley, on the other hand, does not have an unusually high number of people older than 65, according to the census data. But certainly, there are older people and people with disabilities who are going to need help. To get a gauge of people's preparation for fire and their experiences with it, Kara Myberg Guzman went to downtown Boulder Creek and talked to some people.
0: Everyone I talked to was concerned about wildfire. It was definitely on their radar, but their levels of preparation varied. I talked to Robert Winston at a bus stop at Highways 9 and 236. He's a 70-year-old Vietnam veteran.
2: I've had three strokes. uh, I get up, I ride the bus, I come here catch the bus back to the house, I stay at the house most of the time, because uh, my whole body is starting to give out on me.
0: He says his daughter, who lives in Santa Cruz, helps him rake dry leaves outside his house and fill his green bins. I asked him about his evacuation plans. Uh, if my family don't come to get me, uh, I'm going to wet everything I can down real good inside the house, too.
2: Because. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> If I don't, I could probably lose it.
0: Uh, When you think about each and every individual household that has elderly people in it, they're gonna be the last ones out. That's Sarah Pichette. She's a Boulder Creek resident. She works with disabled and elderly people. I just know that if there was a fire right here in town, it would take a lot of time to pack up all their medical equipment, to get them out of bed if they're bedridden, into a wheelchair, into, out to the car. That alone is a huge process. You really heightened your concern after the campfire? Yes, I was up there. I volunteered for a couple months after the campfire. Um, people didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to go. The shelters were full. There weren't even enough shelters available for people for a couple of weeks, so everybody was gathered in a Walmart parking lot. Other people I talked to were very prepared. Emmanuel Altamorano is a 31-year-old cook who lives and works in Boulder Creek. Is, um, cleaning off the roof during the dry months, having hoses that can reach all four corners, if possible, extra water just in case. That's always a good thing to have chainsaws, shovels, fire extinguishers, and also ashtrays. having uh, ashtrays you know eliminates one of the major factors of fire starting oh my cigarette was out thinking it but it wasn't.
1: Okay, now let's talk about what you can do today to get prepared for the next wildfire. We've got three tips that come from Cal Fire. Number one, create a wildfire action plan. That includes a designated meeting spot for your family. You should also plan evacuation routes in several directions. To know where the fire is and where it's spreading, tune in to FM or AM radio or look to the Cal Fire mobile app. The app also has maps of current wildfires as well as evacuation alerts and other emergency information. Number two, assemble an emergency supply kit that accounts for each person and pet in your household. It's also known as a go bag. Be sure to back up and have copies of important documents too. Stuff like insurance documents and birth certificates. One problem for people after the campfire was that they had no ID or even records to claim insurance. Finally, number three, before you evacuate, use an evacuation checklist. That includes things like remembering to leave your lights on so firefighters can see your house under smoky conditions. A lot more information is at CAL FIRE's website at readyforwildfire.org. Here's Joe Christie again. He's with Fire Save Santa Cruz County.
2: What people should be start doing today is looking around and... um, making sure that they've reduced the risk around their home as much as possible. They should go inside their home and think about what they would need if they had to evacuate at a moment's notice, like medications, spare glasses, insurance papers is a big one. Um, Those can be stored in the cloud. Uh, Pets and people, you should be looking out for children who might be their parents might be working when a wildfire strikes, or elderly or infirm people who have difficulty getting around so that they can be evacuated, they should be the first priority because it's gonna take them longer.
1: You should know that you probably won't have power during a wildfire, too. pg and says it's planning to cut off power during wildfires or even when there's a threat of wildfire. That means your automatic garage door won't work. Also, your cell phone won't work if cell phone towers are without power. You should consider signing up for the county's automated emergency notification service, too, if you haven't already. It sends emergency alerts to your cell phone. You can find the link to that and many other links on our webpage at santacruzlocal.org. Before we go, a few more things. Our first membership drive starts August 19th. More information is on our website at santacruzlocal.org. We've also got a listener survey up on our website, and we'd like to get your feedback deadline for that is friday lastly save the date september 18th that's our official launch party at cruise io in downtown santa cruz details to come on that i'm stephen baxter thanks for listening to santa cruz local